Well, greetings, fellow geeks, and welcome to another episode of the Geek Broadcast, a podcast where three broads discuss anything and everything geeky. I am one of your hosts, Lauren, and with me on this geeky journey today is one of my closest friends, Katie. What's going on? What day is it? Where are we? What is time? What is time? (laughs) Time is a construct, as you said to said to a couple of our friends earlier in the chat. Yes. <laughs> Time is a construct. Yay. What's going on? This has been it's been a minute. It's uh, been we're a minute. back, baby. We are back. We're recording. I, I miss you. I know I miss you too. This is I'm glad we're back. We picked a really good day because today is November 16th, and today is the new Spider-Man trailer. And you guys might want to follow our Twitch channel, Geek Broads Pod, because we might be doing something over there. So if you listen to this and want to go see that, I recommend it. I highly recommend it. I brush my hair, so. <laughs> I'm wearing, we're both wearing Marvel gear. Yeah. So yes. just to let you know, kids, that's just a wink and a nod to all of you. But Chrissy uh, isn't here today, but she'll be back next week. Life obviously gets in the way with all of us. So she'll be back better than ever next week. So. We're going to have some fun today, though, Katie, because while we were away, there were a couple of big geeky events that happened. The first one happened back in October, and it was a DC fandom. So if none of you guys are familiar with it or didn't know what happened, DC fandom is a live stream event that the people at DC, like DC Studios or whatever, like DC proper... They kind of do like a little bit of a online convention in a way, and they show projects that are coming up that are in the works, and they showed some trailers for a couple things and like quick footage of a couple stuff. Big news from that, though, from that event was, number one, we got a very quick sneak teaser trailer for the flash movie that is starring uh ezra miller i believe he is the one that plays uh flash and we got within that little minute and like some change little teaser we got the silhouette and the voice of michael keaton as batman and they Hinted as well the Batman mobile from his movies under like a sheet and the Flash character was taking it off, but we don't see it. So there was a big tease. So but this is that was one of the big things that came out of it. Number one. So Katie, Michael Keen as Batman, kinda cool. Like I'm excited to see him as Batman again. What about you? Me too. That's very cool. Um, right right i mean you and i growing up like that was our batman oh yeah michael keaton is the batman right the longest time yeah um so it's exciting to see that that he's kind of dipping his toe back in this universe and then we're getting some you know iconic things from his era of batman as well Uh, so that that's that's pretty cool it's pretty exciting i've i have not watched the flash um the any of the a lot of the you know this about me a lot of the dc stuff just like doesn't i've tried and failed like to connect with it the only thing that i really connected with was the most recent suicide squad movie so right just, right that's fair and 
yeah, it's just one of those things that it just doesn't, a lot of the recent stuff doesn't really connect with me. The animated stuff does. The, uh, and, and Suicide Squad, like I said, but yeah. I'm, I'm interested to, yeah, yeah. But I'm interested to see like where, where they go with this. And, you know, being that it comes on HBO Max, that's a plus for me because that's um, that's one of the ones that I that I have. <laughs> so you right, know, right, right, right. If you yeah. do have HBO Max too, people, and you weren't aware of this DC fandom, they actually have a recap on it. So if you did miss some stuff, you can kind of watch some highlights from it. It's very, very cool. So that was one of the things that I think was a big uh, people talked about when DC fandom came out. The other thing that I think people were talking about was um, Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam. Again, showed a real quick, like, a minute footage, maybe, of him as Black Adam. Again, cool stuff. That's fine. All good, right? And then, obviously, they went into all their shows that, as you said, Katie, a lot of stuff is on HBO Max. So, um, for instance, the... Uh, Harley Quinn animated show, which is fantastic. If you have not watched that, it's hilarious. It's very adult, so it's not really for kids. <laughs> but it's a really good show. They're coming on season three. They did like a little quick promo for that, which is cool. Love it. But the big thing that everybody was waiting for, everybody was clamoring for, was the new trailer for The Batman, which, ironically enough, the year prior was the first trailer we got for the Batman. So we have literally waited an entire year to see this second trailer for the Batman. So many of you, many probably know, but if you don't, Robert Pattinson is playing Bruce Wayne slash Batman in this movie. And the second trailer was everything I wanted to be and more. It was flipping amazing. Uh, the c- cinematography is going to be insane. The the shots, especially at the end of the trailer of the camera upside down and the Batman's walking like he's hanging upside down like a bat was amazing. You have uh, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. She looks fantastic. You cannot recognize um, Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Literally, you cannot, people. It's amazing how he looks in in the in the makeup and garb but robert pattinson i'm telling you guys he's going to be a fantastic batman if you watch the trailer you will see like a lot of stuff in it and i think he's just going to be that good in it it's a very obviously as matt reeves said during the dc fandom that this is like year two of him being batman He's a very young Bruce Wayne, very new to what he's doing. So you are going to get, and you see it in this trailer, a very aggressive Batman. Like a Batman that gives no, no craps. So it's going to be amazing. It's going to be insane. It's just, I think this, I'll say, I think this is going to rival... Christopher Nolan's Batman's. I really do. I think Matt Reeves is going to absolutely kill this movie. I can't wait. It comes out in March. I'm so excited. Katie, the floor is yours. What did you think of the Batman trailer? 
You know, um, yeah, I, I was really, I know you've been hyped about this for a long time and I was kind of coming at it with trying to have an open mind and just a little apprehensive, just being that it's Robin Pattinson and I, you know, like. And I get I, that. I get my it, hype. Yeah. I get it. My hype is just, I love Robert Pattinson outside of Twilight. I know a lot of people have like, <laughs> do that, which is fair. Like he was Edward Cullen. Like I get it. But yeah. if you watch and you probably have seen a lot of his other movies, he's a very fantastic actor. Like, And that's, yeah, that's one of those things that. I haven't seen a lot of those movies, but they're on my list, you know, they're because I've heard so many good things about how great he is, how great the movie is and everything. But um, yeah, I, this trailer was great. I mean, I bought in immediately. (laughs) I really, as someone that came to it really apprehensively and like, okay, we'll just see what happens. Like, yeah, I'm ready for it. It's uh, that, that end shot that you talked about with the penguin and the camera was upside down and then the Batmobile just comes sliding out of the fire. Oh, that, that, that is so good. So cool. Um, uh, fun fact, I went and saw Eternals in the theater and uh, that was one of the trailers that played before. Oh, so that's fantastic. Seeing it on big screen was really fun too. It's going to be a fun one, I think. Um, I'm not a fan of his out of Batman look. I think it's the hair. And that's fair. I, I'm not into the hair, <laughs> just, but I'm, I'm, I'm again, keeping an open mind and uh, excited to see, like, I feel like I have a little bit of Batman fatigue just because I've done it so many times, you know, but I, That's I'm totally there. I get that. Yeah. I'm keeping an open mind and uh, yeah, it, it, it does look like a good one. And here's my thing with, and I know what you're saying about him, the Bruce Wayne look, right? My thought is this. Like Matt Reeves was saying and has said before, like this is year two, like I um like I like I mentioned before too. This is year two of Batman. So like he for me, I think as Bruce, he is really fighting that identity and he's really embracing the Batman identity. So he hasn't come to the point of being that playboy Bruce Wayne yet, I think. I think he's still learning like that that ego of himself right because i think he's totally like the batman ego like that is him like he sees bruce wayne as the other guy i think at this point in year two we're talking like this is year two of him being batman so like that's what i'm excited to see is that the the guy that is so focused on being that guy first and just how unhinged he will be and you see it in the trailer like him just going insane on guys him pounding the window at the riddler like there's a lot of stuff that I think people will, I think will get excited for, but I think this will really show like a different side of Bruce that we haven't seen yet, which I think is going to be cool to explore. And we're going to explore that detective side of Batman as well, which we get hints. We have, we have had hints in other movies, but I feel like Matt Reeves, his style is very like noir, very like seven, you know, like I think you get these vibes from the trailer. So like, I I get what you're saying. I get because a lot of people have said that too. Like, I don't like his look for Bruce. Okay, I get that. That's fair. Longer hair. He is a little younger. Like, this is a younger guy. Like, that's how I'm going into it though. Like thinking, okay, is this isn't like Bruce Wayne like has done this for like 10 years and he can be like both Playboy Bruce and he can play Batman. Like he's he can go from back and forth. 
I think he's still trying to figure that out at this time. That's just my thoughts. But I mean, yeah. do you think that makes sense? Like, oh, it totally thinking? makes sense. I mean, that would that would make sense. Just the his whole. And I know we only got snippets. Like we only got a, just right. a tiny little That's bit fair. of That's him fair. outside of the Batman garb, right? But that would make sense. Uh, just the way he's not only his look, but the way he's carrying himself, the way he's kind of. I mean, he almost like gave me like it's very emo. Movie. It's very yeah, emo. Yeah, yeah, yeah very yeah. emo. Yeah, yeah. And Definitely. you know, but in that context of he's only been Batman for two years, he's still trying to figure stuff out. Um, you know, this is only uh, in how how many years removed from the death of his parents. Like he's still trying to figure himself out, still reckoning with that past, um, still trying to like you know run a company as a younger person. You don't even know what's going on with all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. So maybe this is around the time when he is coming into his own as far as a leadership role with um, Wayne Enterprises. Like, there's a whole lot that we don't really know. But yeah, that putting it in that context, like, you know, we'll have to wait and see what it what it is in the movie. But that would definitely make some sense. That this is just kind of a a coming of age story of Batman and. Like a uh, coming of age isn't the right word, but like a coming of he's coming into his own philosophy. Like he's still trying to like fully form all of his philosophies and what who he is and what he stands for and what he wants to do and how he wants to make an impact. So that makes sense. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And the one shot I love, too, about this trailer was the one where you just see gunfire like that's the light. You see Batman just literally walking down a hallway and it's like you said this the other day, like it's like a la Vader in rogue one. Like he's just taking bullets and just taking everybody down. Like it's insane. Like this, this movie is going to be so good. Like I just can't wait. Like the score, like that's one thing you and I have talked about before, like the music, the theme towards the end of the trailer, which is, I'm assuming like the main theme for it was so freaking good like really good amazingly good like this is going to be really that's what gets me hyped like i think they're doing it in such a good way that like i think they're gonna honor like the movies before right i think they'll do some throwback stuff and like you know you can tell it's you know nolan's nolan's movies were a little darker and this seems to be on the darker edge but we'll see like maybe hints of like Keaton stuff. Like we'll get it. I think, I think Matt Reeves knows how to do this. Like I really trust him because again, he's done some really fantastic movies, especially for me, the planet of the apes trilogy that he did. And like that whole arc of that, of those three movies was fantastic for that character. Like for the um, Andy circuses character. That is very interesting to me that Tim Burton did the first planet of the apes bits that were not as successful. (laughs) And then that he has, has come behind and done this. And now he's, he's kind of, he's a couple of steps removed from Burton, but he's coming behind and and following. Doing what Burton. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, that's really cool to think about. Um, yeah, Yeah. I love that, that, that little end theme on the trailer sounded to me like the imperial march i we were talking about it last night i was like oh it's so evil i love it (laughs) it's so good like it's just so well done like i I just can't wait for this movie so that i think that's a big takeaway for me for dc fandom like obviously like i said guys if you missed it you can definitely go on youtube 
check out the DC, you know, channel and see all the highlights. Or if you do have, like I said, HBO Max, they have some highlight clips and stuff in there. So go check it out. There's a lot of fun stuff beyond like uh, what we're talking about right now. There's some really cool like comic book stuff that they talked about. Some more animated movies that look really cool and other projects that they're talking about. They did a little thing on Shazam, which I saw the first movie recently and I freaking loved it. So I'm excited for the second movie with with all those characters. So yes, DC Fandom, go check it out. It was really cool. Like I said, I think I liked their structure, which we'll talk about in a minute because now I want to switch it to Disney Plus Day was November 12th. And we got some, I think, announcements. I think people were really hyped for things that we were hoping was going to come. They didn't. We got a lot of Marvel, I think, announcements that we knew, but it's more we got concrete answers for and everything like that. So Disney Plus Day wasn't a live stream. It was more of a, if you were on social media, they were dropping stuff like every every few uh, few minutes. For a couple hours uh, in the morning, honestly, like they they dropped a lot of like Pixar, you know, Pixar stuff, some movies that were coming out. They dropped um, different like Disney Channel stuff like they were they were, you know, dropping their stuff. And then the only thing that came from, well, I'll talk Star Wars in a minute. And I don't want to get too deep in it because obviously I have the Galactic Podcast and we'll probably be discussing that, breaking it down a little more. But. Marvel wise, Marvel came in and showed their muscle. And I think they showed why they are pretty much ruling like the film arena right now because, and now they're getting into TV. So here's what's happening with Marvel. So Marvel dropped some information on shows that are coming. So first things first. The obviously, if you guys didn't know too, just real quick, Hawkeye starts next week. That's gonna be a great show. If you're not ready for it, you should be ready for it. It's gonna be really, really good. They actually showed a real quick behind the scenes clip on social media, might be on their uh YouTube channel as well. But here are some announcements that Marvel did during Disney Plus Day. So we got Confirmation that obviously that we knew, but they showed the actual logo for the show of Moon Knight, which stars Oscar Isaac as that character. We have a new logo in coming soon again to Disney Plus is She-Hulk, which I'm super excited for. And then we have a coming summer of 2022, a Ms. Marvel logo which looks really really good we have confirmation that again we kind of know but confirmation that a what if two season a what if two season second season of what if coming to disney plus and then we have confirmation of a marvel studios original series called echo we have animated shows of spider-man freshman year which follows our Peter Parker, Tom Holland, during his freshman year of high school, which is before the events of Civil War. So we'll get kind of see where and get some answers in that show, maybe, which will be really, really fun to explore. We have a animated, another animated show of I Am Groot for Disney Plus again coming soon. We have Ironheart, 
original series coming soon. Here's the one that I, again, there was rumors, but it's confirmed, kids. We are getting an Agatha House of Harkness original series coming to Disney+. Plus. I cannot wait for that. Me too. Going to be amazing. We have another animated series of Marvel Zombies, which is kind of maybe a spinoff of what we saw in What If Season 1, which is really, really cool. And then we have Secret Invasions, again, original series that's going to star Samuel Jackson's character, Nick Fury, and among other things. Uh, again, that is coming soon. They also, if you go on to the Disney Plus app, however you watch it, they have a Marvel Studios 21 Disney Plus Day little video. It's like 14 minutes. And within that uh, little video, the last like two minutes, you get some footage of Moon Knight. You get footage of She-Hulk. You get footage of Ms. Marvel. So which tells me those three shows are obviously coming pretty soon. Obviously, we know Ms. Marvel is summer. We'll see. We'll get more confirmation dates on the other shows. But Katie, that's a lot. A lot of this stuff we kind of knew, but to get confirmation and get to kind of get like the actual logos is really, really cool. So your thoughts, what are you looking forward to with all of the Marvel news from Disney Plus Day? Well, I'm looking forward to um, all of it. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to zombies. That was my favorite what if episode. Um, you know, I rattled on about it on the podcast. Uh so yeah, as a as a horror movie fan, I'm excited for that. But um, yeah, Agatha that was a nice drop. Um, the change of date of Miss Marvel was nice because we were thinking that it was going to be um early in the year 2022. Yes. So yes. you know having having some of these solid dates and you know stuff happens. Like we understand that stuff happens, but uh, yeah, seeing that there was footage from those three. Uh, was great. Oscar Isaac, yum. Uh, yes. Oh, 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 all, yeah. all of the Oscar yeah. Isaac forever. <laughs> uh, and then She-Hulk. Like, that's the one that, you know, just on paper, I was kind of the most excited about because of the cast. And um, I completely forgot that Jamila Jalil, who was on, she was Tahani on The Good Place, uh, she's also in She-Hulk. Um Right. Right. So, of course, aside from Tatiana Maslany, who is a freaking goddess, and then um, Tim Roth, who, of course, is reprising his role. Like, I forgot that, that Jamila was in it, too. So that's she's a great Twitter follow if you if you're interested in um, some some great feminism content. <laughs> so she's great. And I'm excited to see her in uh, in that. So and then some of these animated things are a lot of fun. I got to tell you, like. Of all of the streamings, and I don't know why this is, because my household would be like the perfect target demographic for this, right? Two kids, little girls, you know, ingrained in Disney. They love Disney. They love watching Disney. They don't really stream much. They always go to Netflix first. It's very interesting to me to just kind of observe my children's <laughs> television habits, but they always go to Netflix. Right. And they always go to um, to Hulu because it's got some of the Nickelodeon content. So that this is something that's very that's something I don't know. It's just interesting to me. But I, I'm hopeful that some of these 
animated things from Marvel will maybe kind of pull them into that universe. They're, 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 they're there. Like they came with us to see Shang-Chi and they loved it. Um, but they're not, you know, there's a, there's a lot to catch up on. Right. Oh, when, yeah, right. When yeah. you, when the, when the universe started before you were born, like it's a lot to catch it's up. It's hard to on. catch up. On. Right. Yeah. So You're I mean, already it's hard. like 10 years down. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so this is, this is cool to see that there is a little bit like they're going to think that I am Groot is adorable. Um, I feel like Ironheart even could appeal Ironheart to them. Would be really cool. Yeah. yeah. Just a strong, you know, strong female, female led thing. Um, Much like Ms. Marvel too. That I think they'll be exactly. Cool yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited for, you know, I'm just excited for everything. Like I always say, like, just, just spoon feed me all the stuff and, I'll, I'll watch it. I, you know, I did want to talk about, you brought up a very interesting, I, I can't remember if it was on Disney plus day or if it was after, but you brought up a very interesting question. And I think you had some really interesting answers to it too, just about the, um, and this was on Twitter about the dump of content and just how there are so many new things coming out and there's so much. And at what point is so much too much? And how are we going to keep up, you know, and, and, and this was kind of framed just as like, just as a fan, but then also framed as people with a podcast, you know, like people who are wanting to consume all of this media and then talk about it. Like, how are we going to be able to, to keep up? And I think that um, th- there were some really interesting answers. I was just love to hear like what your, what you feel like your answer is to, to that question that you posed. So, and I was actually, you're funny. Cause I was going to bring that up too. But so my, the question came to me cause it's like, okay, Marvel is now at the point where they're making content for TV in film. It was easy to stick with it when they did phases one through three or whatever, right? Because it was all film. You could watch the movies. It all made sense, continuity and everything like that. Now that they are going outside of that and they're going into TV and film, now it's like, okay, how are they going to a keep the continuity that they have started like that they have started this. So now it's like, okay, we as fans, as like for me, cause I'm, I am like more of a, a casual Marvel fan. Like I don't dive d- deep too much in comics. So I'm very much on the film TV stuff. Like that's my jam and the animated stuff. So keeping up with just that, like it's, it, it was easy for the movies, right? Cause a couple of movies came out a year Blah, 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 blah. Right. But now we're getting into a time and place where it's like, okay, do I have to watch Loki to understand what's going on in films? Or do I have to... Does that matter now? Not that it shouldn't matter, but will it give me just more of a deeper understanding of where we're at with it for the next phase? And then again... We know we're getting a Captain uh, a Captain America movie with the new cap with new cap, right? We know we're getting Anthony Mackie as Captain in a movie. Do people have to watch that show to understand it, or is the movie going to fill you in, basically like they have done in the movies, to where okay, 
maybe I can watch the show eventually, but I don't need to because they kind of recapped what we did in the movies. So it's a, it's a weird place, I think, as a Marvel fan for me, because it's like, okay, if I had to watch like She-Hulk, if I had to watch Ms. Marvel to make sense of this movie or that movie, like how it's going to become a lot. Like, where do the lines cross? So a lot of people gave some really good answers, and I, and I really did appreciate everybody kind of commenting because it, it is a fascinating kind of question of, is it does it become too much as fans? And then, like I said, as podcasters too, like you said, Katie, that's a really good point. Because all the content we have to, we talk about it, there's going to be a lot. Like, we're, like, do we have to talk about the Spider-Man animated show? I would because I love the Spider-Man. But is it necessary to watch it to understand what's going to happen in No Way Home or future projects? See, that's where I'm at with it. But I think it's coming to a point, and a lot of people brought it, brought this up, and I think you and I have talked about it, that I think it's coming to where it's going to be like a pick-and-choose type of situation. We're like, okay, if I want to follow maybe this avenue of what Marvel's doing, I can stick with maybe this show slash maybe these movies. Maybe they connect. Or do I, you can probably maybe just stick like, hey, you know what? Maybe if I just stick with the TV for now, I can catch the movies when they come on Disney Plus or vice versa. Maybe I'll just stick with the movies and then I'll catch the shows when I can. Like, I think it's going to be really a pick and choose type of situation because I think we're getting into like different areas now, like multiverse and then, you know, Secret Invasions is going to be different. Ironheart's going to be different. Like, how does Ironheart fit? Like, Moon Knight, like, that's going to be such a great show, but, like, he's going to pop up probably in a movie, but he's not going to get his own movie, so that's why they have a show for him. So, it's like, it's 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 just, it's going to be interesting to see how they do it. What I'm excited, though, is that they're bringing back, reviving the 97 cartoon of X-Men, which I loved. So, again, I'm hoping that maybe that springboards more like obviously we're going to get the x-men eventually like how do they handle that that's where my head like is it just all film do they break it into film and tv do i have to watch all of it to understand the x-men part of marvel so that's kind of what my i guess my long-winded answer is is that it i'm excited for it but it it will be i think it's coming to the point where it's like okay maybe i'll just stick with these shows i'll watch maybe some Unless it's like how how important are they to the overall story of like the movies? Because that's what I mostly gravitate to are the movies. But I think the shows will change that where it's going to be a pick and choose. What about you? I mean, do you how do you see? I mean, it's a lot of content that we're getting from Marvel in the next few years, not just movies. I mean, this the shows we're getting a lot of shows now and there's going to be more to come. We know we're getting a Loki season, too. Where does that lead? Does that lead into Ant-Man? Do I need to watch Loki to understand what's happening in No Way Home or with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness? Like, how do you connect this to make it to make it make sense, but to make it where it's easy to understand? Like, if you don't watch it all, you'll still get the gist. Where are you at with all that? Yeah, I, you know, I feel like already if you don't watch it all you are still able to follow along. Um, I feel like that is still, yeah. yeah, Yeah. I feel like that as it is now is still a thing. And I have to, I have to pick on my friend Barry here for a second because he is, when you were talking about, you know, do I need to watch this TV show to understand this movie? He is the kind of person and he is very vocal about it on his show, Barry on deck. Uh, 
he says that, you know, he's he's so like upset and frustrated that like, why do I have to watch all this fucking shit to, you know, to understand the movie? Like, just tell me what's going on. Like, condense it down. Tell me what's going on. He he's a I would say he's more of a casual Marvel fan than than you are. You're a little you're like a casual plus. He's like a casual yeah, B minus. Right. No, I no, I there's like a variance but, of casual, right? I yeah, agree. I get what you're yeah. saying. I get what you're saying. But he, you know, that that's always his point is why make all this stuff? Like why not just make it a movie? Why make it a TV show? Why have to why do we have to spread ourselves so thin with this stuff? And the way that I kind of look at it is that some of these properties and some of these shows, what what have you, whatever you want to call it, is kind of a bonus. It's a bonus. Like, I feel like... 100% agree. Yeah. 100% like, I feel agree. like the animated stuff, is it going to be canon, you know, to, to quote our Star Wars friends? Like, probably not too much. I don't know. Maybe. But is it going to have a lot of fun Easter eggs? I bet you probably. You know, is it going to is it going to have a lot of fun, fun moments? I mean, like the Lego Star Wars stuff, right? It's not canon, but it's kind of canon adjacent. Like they pull yes. they pull things, yes. Yes. but it's not you're not, it's not supposed to be like very true to the you know what I mean? Like it's not supposed to be part of the story, like a, a significant big part of the story. I, I know you're following what I'm saying, but I feel like a, a lot of these smaller should i wouldn't say smaller but the like the animated shows i feel like those are probably not going to be big points are they using miss marvel to build into cinematic probably are they the movie, using yeah with the movie yeah. marvel's coming right there's gonna be connections exactly there's right. gonna be connections but you know is she hulk gonna get her own movie maybe is moon knight maybe eventually in you know phase six <laughs> is he gonna get his own movie maybe you know there there's again like we say so many times with marvel specifically the universe is so big there are so many different characters and so many different we things haven't that they even can touched from. the x-men people no haven't even dipped our toes into mutants and they cross all over the dang place with yes. the x-men yep and because there's so freaking many of them, too. <laughs> but, you know, that that is that's kind of my take on it is a lot of this stuff is a bonus. If you can consume it, if you have the time to consume it, do it. One of the things and I, I mentioned it in the tweet, I I don't feel this intense pressure to consume it now, consume it now. And I feel like what if did that for me? Because I knew, like, I wasn't, whatever was going to happen was going to happen. And I wasn't going to get spoiled. It wasn't going to mess anything up for me. Um, I will watch it when I watch it. I, you know, the, um, the Star Wars Visions was kind of the same thing. I will watch it when I watch it. You know, I'm, I'm just going to let it happen. And I, I feel like I'm starting to kind of transition into that, like, more healthy approach <laughs> <laughs> to, oh, that's a to, really good idea. Yeah, that's a really good. Yeah. That's, that's a really good idea. Yeah, that's a just, really good you idea. Know, let it let it happen. I've I've kind of resigned myself to that's how I'm I am with my Star Wars fandom anymore. But that's how I'm I'm starting to feel like with Marvel too, especially with this onslaught 
of content. I mean, for the love of Pete, I just watched Breaking Bad for the first time ever. <laughs> that show has been on for a long time. And, you know, so I, I joke about my queue, but yeah, it's my queue is huge. And, um, you know, I, there's not going to be enough hours in my lifetime for me to watch the whole the whole of everything. And so I think having that pick and choose and make it what you want to make out of it kind of approach to fandom and all of the stuff that they're going to give us. I, that That's kind of where I'm, I am and I'm okay with that. Yeah. I think what, and I think what you said, and I kind of want to circle back to it of like, will she Hawk or moon Knight get their own movies. Here's my thoughts on that. I, I'll say no, only because they're doing shows of them. But will they pop in movies from time to time? Yes. Like Blade. Blade is getting a movie, right? They could have did a series on him, but they're doing a movie of Blade. Moon Knight is going to probably show up in that in that movie, right? And if you've seen Eternals, you know the spoilers at the end credit. There's some things going on with Blade and another character in the Eternals movie. That How do you character know about probably because I, I I spoil myself. Kid. You are the worst. I know. I have I'm... bad habits because of our friend. So <laughs> but regardless, like again, so like like for Eternals, that 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 movie is one I'm like, okay, I'll see it eventually. I don't I'm okay with getting spoiled. Like with Spider-Man, No Way Home. I give me all that crap because I'm gonna watch it anyway. I wanna know, regardless. So to stay on track. I am okay with them doing shows for characters, certain characters, and then they pop into movies. That's fine. I don't need a She-Hulk movie. That, that I'm okay with that. Do I need yeah, a show over? Hell yeah, I need a show over. Do I need a show of Moon Knight? Yes. Like give me like get, give me depth in those characters instead of just like these char- like those type of characters, She-Hulk and Moon Knight, they are they're not well known like some other characters, right? So like a good spot for them is TV because then you dive deeper into their mythology and their character arcs. Unlike in a movie where you're like, "Eh." prime example is Morbius, right? Morbius for Sony. Cool character in Spider-Man. Cool villain. Interesting story. They're doing a movie of him. Okay, Jared Leto, good looking guy. I think he's going to do well. But do I need a movie of Morbius? No, I don't. Will I see it? Yeah, because I'm a sucker and whatever. That's fine. Regardless, so what if they made that? I mean, obviously, Marvel doesn't own that character. It's Sony. But like, if Sony was like, we can do a whole show on him, maybe they could give that character more depth. But it may be for that kind of character, a one-time film makes more sense. So I think they're picking and choosing which characters they want to do a show and give more depth in character arc to. And then, okay, let's do like Shang-Chi perfect. Like introduce him in a film, right? Because that is the way you introduce that character. I think if you did a show, I think that's like, eh, okay. Like you, a little bit of a, not, not that you couldn't do it, but like, yeah, the film made more sense than a show. Yeah. It, if it was a show, it would have drug out too long. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. With certain characters, you can do that. Like with Moon Knight, you can drag that out because he's like the Batman of freaking Marvel. You can really explore that character. Where Shang-Chi hit us hard, hit us right in the in the movie, get us into that character, and then let's see him in other movies. Let's give him another sequel. Like that's 
again, they're smart. Let's let's give Kevin Feige all the credit. He knows which characters to do this to. And that's why Marvel is successful at what they're doing, because they know how to like, okay, this character is a good character, but how do we want them into the MCU? You know, like Agatha. Again, perfect example. You showed her in WandaVision, right? Huge hit. Huge hit. Catherine Hahn kills it. What do you do? You give her a show. Hell yes, that makes sense. That makes total sense. So again, that's smart. They know what they're doing. And then she'll probably show up in a movie. Again, I don't need a movie of Agatha. That character, yeah, I want more. Like, draw that out, right? Draw her story out because I want more. So they're smart about it. They really are. They know what they're doing. And I give Feige full credit in the whole studio. Like, they know what they're doing for sure. And it shows. It shows. It shows very, very well. I just want to go on record and say that I wouldn't mind two and a half hours of Oscar Isaac. Hey, I'm not complaining either. <laughs> if you give me a two and a half hour movie at Moon Knight, I'm fine with it. But if you give me like, you know, four and a half to five hours of a show, I'm a little bit happier on you. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm a Green little both. bit happier. I'm greedy. I'm fair, greedy. Both. both. I fear that's fair. That's fair, my friend. I mean, the more Oscar Isaac we have in our life, honestly, the world is better. Let's just say that the world is better when we have more Oscar Isaac. Amen. So here, here real quick, as we wrap up, I think what's really interesting between when you look at DC fandom and Disney plus day, right? Two, two different IPs, two very different ways of showing their, their brand and showing how to do things. Now let's DC is very, a singular thing, right? Disney has a lot of plates going on under their umbrella. Marvel. Uh, Marvel, Star Wars, they have Pixar, they had just had Disney. Okay, so I get like Disney Plus Day is just different than I think what DC DC fandom. But I liked what DC fandom did is because they did a live stream. It was easier to follow. They had nice transitions into what they were talking about. It was cool. Disney Plus Day to me was just a bunch of confusion we're gonna tweet stuff but then if you want to see some stuff you have to go into the disney app to watch it which again hey if you don't have it yet for some reason we're gonna give you that first month for like 2.99 okay i get it you're, you're trying to build your subscription numbers totally get that right i totally get that i think they could have did they could have did better they could have did better as far as how they showed this stuff how to like promote their stuff instead of just like tweeting or social, you know, on social media, dropping posts or whatnot, showing what's coming out. But then you had to go like for oh, perfect example of Star Wars, Obi-Wan Kenobi, we got a sizzle reel. How did you see it? Unless you got it, unless you saw it leaked the day before, you had to go to the Disney Plus app to watch it. Which again, I get, you're trying to draw them people in. I understand that, but could have did a different way, man. Like, I think there's just a different way to sell your product and to boost your numbers. I think that just, it just felt weird. That's just my, my, my opinion on like, when you look at both events, I think DC fandom is for me the way to go, but I understand that DC fandom is more singular and easier probably to handle in the, in the way they did. than if like Disney plus did a live stream, because there's, there's just a lot. I mean, the Pixar wise, there was Disney movies, original series, then Marvel and Star Wars stuff. Like, it's a lot. I understand it, but I think they could have did better. I, 
your thoughts, Katie, on like that type of talk? Like, yeah, I agree. I mean, again, I understand like drive the link, click, drive the interaction on the platform. Right. But for me, I still haven't seen everything because it was so clunky. Um, And, and I didn't have, you know, clicking a link or like watching a quick video on Twitter. Easy for me. Um, Going to Disney plus app, signing in, making sure my, you know, making sure that, that I'm able to like focus and watch it. Why? Why do you do that? Like that was, to me, that was just unnecessary. And again, you want to save some of that exclusivity. Um, A cool thing to do would have been to do like what DC fandom did and do a 14 minute recap or a however long kind of recap. And that's your exclusive. That's your thing that's exclusive. And that puts everything all in one place, you know, so you're not going having to go and find all the Twitter links and all the things. Um, that to me was, it, it, it felt, I agree. It felt a little clunky and um, like too much for people to keep up with. And I think too, it just wasn't explained clearly i mean until you and i talked about it It like i still had i didn't have like the the frame of reference and i didn't really understand how they were rolling stuff out so it was weird it it was a little weird i think just maybe next year do do it just a little bit better maybe give us a schedule of like hey this is what's gonna happen or do like like you're saying maybe do a, a live stream of stuff real quick and like hey you can see more if you go to the app or hey we have some stuff on our social medias for certain things too like yeah i mean but have a focus to where people can like where you draw people and then they can go elsewhere for more of the content that you're trying to explain i know that's just me and then again i won't go too deep but like star wars lucasfilm i love you you know that i do a damn podcast about that franchise and I love it. However, I want more from you. And that's all I'll say. I will save that for a Galactic Podcast episode because I want more. I want you to do a little bit better. I love you. I know you're giving us like crumbs and I understand that you're very secretive. I want more and I want you to do better sometimes in in your marketing. That's just me and I'll get off my soapbox. Katie, any final thoughts on DC fandom and the Disney Plus Day? Inject it all into my veins. Like Yes. Pretty just, much. Just just matrix me into the universe so that I can watch it all in a timely fashion. <laughs> exactly. Just matrix us in. I love that. Yeah. That's I'm like, you know, like we said, I'm I'm excited for for what we were given and I'm excited to see how it all fits in with the greater universe overall. Yep, yep, yep. Agreed, 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 agreed. Okay, kids, that's it. That's our show for today. Uh, Thanks for joining us. We're back. Like I said, we'll be back next week with Chrissy, and we'll be doing a breakdown of that new Spider-Man trailer, which, again, hint, hint, week, week, go to our Twitch channel, Geek Broads Pod, because we're going to do some stuff over there, not just trailer reactions but we could do some more stuff so again stuff's in the pipes kids you might want to check that place out for sure so we're we're very excited about it we're just a little bit excited about it just a little bit (laughs) just a little bit 
All right, Katie, let the good people know where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter and eventually back on Twitch at Penguin Katie. And that's Katie with a Y. Yes, I can't wait for, you know, uh, the the video game you're doing. I can't even say anything because I'm going to spoil it. So I will shut up anyway. So you guys can follow us at the Geek Broads cast on Twitter at the Geek Broads pod. And we are available on Apple Pod, Google Play, Spotify, all the major platforms. So go give us a five-star rate review. Follow us. And again, I will say, hint, hint, wink, wink, all that stuff. Circle. Go follow us on Twitch. It's uh, twitch.tv backslash, I believe, Geek Abroad's Pod. And you can follow me, Lauren Romo, at Knows on Twitter. And as always, guys, until next time, stay geeky. Bye. Yeah.